Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Empire Strikes Back. It's episode 56, and it is the day we are recording this the day before opening day. After the long drought, the last we have been able to fill 10 episodes of non baseball related shite in the lead up to this moment we are here now the day before the begins again and we're delighted to welcome you with us uh, i'm rob and joining me tonight we'll go fire further up the uh, over the border if we may we'll start with mr rooney how you doing kev i'm brilliant rob looking forward to the new season all excited can't wait and uh next we'll go on to a man who who gets to enjoy the beautiful balmy northern england like the good self if uh, you're be surprised to know it's been positively tropical here uh and that's our summer for the next decade that's over and gone with but how are you doing mark you okay mate i'm good thanks yeah just been enjoying the sunshine today i've got a t-shirt on today how about that i was gonna say i can't believe that and uh and freshly in his uh in his london-based mankini just to make sure he's really boasting on the, uh, the, <laughs> the fine weather wears is jack how are you doing brother yeah not bad rob like a kid on sort of christmas christmas eve essentially isn't it it's like sort of can't wait for tomorrow and just down the hours now till, till we see that first bit. We're glad to oh, see yeah. you've got a hat on tonight. Sorry, Ray. <laughs> I can take the hat off. <laughs> is that a hat off? I can put it right next to my Gary Sanchez shirt. It's, um, that's that's um, a Tino yeah. Martinez shirt, mate. No, no, it's a Gary Sanchez. Is, 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 it, is it Robbie Cano? Is it Whoever you wanted to be, Kev. Julio Monte. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just to explain. Jack has uh, a number twenty-four shirt behind him. Just in case, just in case you're wondering. Yeah, you need to get a name uh, on that shirt, mate. So we don't know. No name. No name. Uh, you could use the sharpie that you got with your MLB Europe. Uh, box, <laughs> so, so, so yeah, uh, where's my bag? Am I, am I not influential enough? Yeah. Is that what it is? I'm mine. Yeah. Did you not get one, Mark Blakemore? No, no. The man who went viral last season doesn't get one. I feel better now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when when they said they were sending me one, I I felt guilty and thought, you know what? Because Kev does so much work on the podcast, I really should send it to him. And then I thought, no, actually, I want it, uh, so I'm not I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> At least you acknowledge how much work I do on the podcast. <laughs> I don't you, know you, know you lazy that. bastards do nothing. So. <laughs> uh, but but uh, you know, but the 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 towel in particular is very nice and very very soft. What's actually? Uh, in it? What is actually in it? It's basically enough for you to go like mountaineering, really. It's <laughs> enough to be outside for about a week. Well, no, but what actually is it like t shirts and stuff? Or no, no, no. You got a lunchbox, you got a straw, you like a metal reusable straw type thing. You've got um, a towel, a bag, um, a baseball, a pen, a bit, a bit of everything, really. It was, it's, um, it's a good little kit, actually. It's, it's very generous of them to send like out. If you're listening, MLB Europe, me and Mark will have one as well. I'll take anything. They, I'll take anything that's free. I heard that they they gave them to influencers as well, so I kind of made a memory to myself. I need to be more of an influencer next year. Yeah, we're we're not influential no. enough, clearly. Clearly not. not. No. I th I think there's a difference between being under the influence and being influential. <laughs> I think that's. <laughs> I could definitely <laughs> take that box. <laughs> Um, and so moving on, but yes, no, thanks to MLB Europe for uh, Milan Jack's lovely yeah, box. So that was very, very nice. Uh, <laughs> I think I just, I think I got to whine and plead for mine before you, Mark. That's that's all the difference is. And obviously, this is where the talent lies. No girl responds to that. Uh, so we're, we're, we, as we are, I am, I am demob happy. I am so ready for the start of this season. I am so ready for baseball to be back now. Um, and uh, this week has just been you know, just this 
this energy you can feel it you know in our in our social media world and so i thought what we'll, we'll start off uh, tonight just by having a look at what the final roster because there was lots of speculation and we know that a couple of the lads are staying on the minor league camp which might have surprised well certainly surprised me actually if that's the case but if we just take a moment just uh, uh let's get your thoughts on the final roster i think you know if we go through and list everyone there, there are those that you would expect to be there so if if i just pick out a few of the names that i think are more noteworthy to discuss um jay bruce made it uh what do you make of that without the injury does that happen what are your thoughts lads uh, no <clears throat> if it wasn't for the void injury he doesn't make it i don't think i think they um they like his lefty bat they they, they do like that at yankee stadium they like the fact that he can play first base but I think they were going to go for Talkman. I think he's had just as good, if not a better, spring training than Bruce on on sort of a whole. Um, so yeah, I think he was going to be very much released and let go his own, find his own way into somewhere else's camp. But um, the Luke Voigt injury, they thought, well, he can play first base, he can play sort of okay first base, lefty bat. We'll take it and we'll chance it for however long, month, two months, however long they're going to need him for. So. Yes, it's another wise move by Cashman again, I think, on that front. See, I, I'm kind of thinking along the lines, similar to you, Jack, I think if the injury hadn't happened, it would be a different dis- discussion. But I think because the injury did happen, it's given the Yankees a chance to get a look at them, which I think is a good thing because spring training, as we keep saying, spring training, spring training, we're actually going to get a decent look at them now. And he might prove to be a, a bargain, a steal, and, and another look void. You know, nobody's seen Luke Voigt doing what he done. Um, obviously, we'd rather last season's Luke Voigt was here and fit and healthy. Um, but hopefully he can come back and be that guy um, when he does come back. But it gives us a chance to see what Bruce can do. As you say, he can play a couple of positions, but I think the injury definitely, without a doubt, um, gave him his chance. It's up to him now to take it. I think it might have been a choice between... Uh... Tankman and Bruce as to who got that last roster spot. Had it not been for the injury, I'm not certain which way they'd have gone. Poss- possibly even still with Bruce just because of the position versatility. But who knows? I think the noise was that Tockman had positioned himself into the into pole position. He he was deemed to be that. And I think what we know about the Yankees, and we've referred to it time and time and time again, is that he's in there to cover up an injury at the moment. It may well be just to prepare yourself for these chaps that we may well end up having another injury somewhere. <laughs> no, it might happen. It might happen. I don't know. Who am I? I don't have a crystal ball. I can't predict these things. But it could well be that yes, it's it's a shame, you know, for Luke because you're absolutely right, Kev. Last year's Luke Boyd was absolutely incredible. But I think the versatility, the options that it gives us. So I was actually very pleased that he was able to make it. Uh, I would have been sorry to see him go. You guys know that I'm you know, I'm a fan of Mike Tochman anyway, and I think he's and he's been looking absolutely fantastic. But as as we say, it's just spring training. So mm-hmm. yeah, Bruce is in there. One name I didn't want to see in there that is in there is Tyler Wade. Um, I'm yeah. not surprised he's in there. I'm just. And when I say I didn't want to see in there, you know what? I didn't really care. I just thought there must have been a better option than Tyler Wade. His base running, I understand, is incredible. And if that's going to be the way the season goes. But but where are we on Tyler Wade at the moment? 
I think he's, as you just touched on there, he gives us that speed that you can use late in the game, but he covers a number of positions. He He's unspectacular. Nobody's gets overexcited about him, but I can see why he's in there, just because he's versatility and his speed, really. Yeah, I, I'm sort of over Tyler Wade. I think he's worked in his sort of favour that there is no other short, natural shortstop in our sort of 25, 26-man roster. I think that's worked in his favour. I know they tried Dio Asher there for one game in spring training, but that was always going to be a bit of a leap. you got to yeah. give Torres the odd day off, but he doesn't offer anything other than his speed. His, his at-bats are just, they're, they're, they're like almost pitcher-like, as if he were in playing in the NL, almost that kind of level. His defence is good. I wouldn't say it's spectacular, good, solid. But um, yeah, I think it's just worked in his favour. There is no other natural shortstop in, on, on the roster at the moment. He's just a bench piece. He's one of the last guys on the roster, bench piece. Lefty bat, which works in his favour a little bit again, because we've got so many righties. But yeah, like you just said, he is just the Swiss Army knife of fitting wherever we need to. And then, um, obviously, many of them we expect to see, and we think we've, that they've established the rotation, that Herman's going to be number three in the rotation, from what I understand. So, that, But we're going to wait and see how all these things play out. But just a couple of names in, in the pen, just to mention that there as well. I think... Mark, a couple of episodes ago, you mentioned that you thought Nelson was in for a big year. He seems to have been performing admirably over, over the spring training from what I've seen. I haven't looked at all the figures, I must confess. Um, but he's, it's good to see him in there, I think, actually. I, I take a lot of comfort that Nelson's in there. If, he, if he had, He's got potential to have another big year. I picked Lewisinger. I still think Lewisinger, as a, as a potential long man as well, is going to be really useful to us. The, the last name I've got in here, because I've, I've only seen a little bit of O'Day, is, uh, no, excuse my pronunciation here, is is it Luke, L-U-E-T-G, uh, you can take the man out of Kent. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'll do it. Out the <laughs> we'll take that. <laughs> Obviously, he, he, he's the last one that's got in there as well, so uh, because of injury. I look at this lineup. I believe you probably tweeted, I think you may have tweeted it today, Jack, through your, your account. I I, I I I don't know what it is. Is it because I'm demob happy about the start of baseball? But I look at this and go, I'm happy with that. I'll take that. I feel, yeah, I feel I, confident. I, I agree with you there, mate. I think it's um a little bit of first game of the season, like like, like your football teams. You always think, oh yeah, actually, yeah, we could have a good season. Then sort of three or four games into it, you start realizing. Unless you're Kev, of course, you kind of realize your team are actually quite shit, to be honest. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I can I can <laughs> I can vouch for that this season, mate. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm happy with it. I'm happy. The the spring training we've got way lightly with the fact there's only Luke Voigt, really sort of, and maybe Zach Britton, are sort of the obvious off the top of my head that I can remember massive injuries or sort of long term injuries. I've got off lightly. Stanton's ready to go. Judge by all accounts was only a bit ill over the last few days. He looks he's ready to go. Sanchez has looked good. Um, there's, there's plenty of positives coming out of screen training on the injury front and sort of form front. So, yeah, I'm with you, Rob. I'm ready to go. I think, yeah, we're in for a good season. Yeah, I'm kind of always get to this stage of the season. Having debated over the winter, have we done enough? Have we done this? Are we missing this guy? Is the, is the line-up too righty heavy? And I always get to this point in the season and get super excited and can't help myself. And that's where I'm at at the moment. I just think, I'll look at the lineup and think, yeah, 
we could be better here, we could be better there. But overall, I think we are looking pretty decent. I think the bullpen's maybe missing a decent lefty. Um, I think the lineup depends what Jay Bruce does, what Gardy does, and stuff like that in terms of your lefty guys. Um, but overall, I'm super excited. I just see as we're at that stage now where it starts tomorrow, the real stuff starts tomorrow. It's early in the season, but hopefully we can go off to a good start. I mean, I know you can't win the division in April, but you can certainly lose it in April. So we need to go off to a good start. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm super excited actually. When you look at the the active roster, and it's pretty much what you would have, why well, one or two people drawn up before the start of spring training, really. There's no real surprises on there. Okay, we lost Britain to injury. Jay Bruce has found his way in. Other than that, there's no real surprises in in the names that have been selected. Which which is a good thing because if if we'd had like four or five surprises, that would probably have suggested four or five injuries that we we've picked up over the way. So yeah, I agree. My no surprises, which is a good thing, other than sort of a couple here and there sprinkled in, which you're going to get, but. No surprises, pretty strong lineup. Let's get going. I, I feel sorry for the listeners because you, you're missing the beauty of Mark's excited face there. The way he was, <laughs> there, that was... <laughs> that's a man who's on the edge there. I tell you, that was that was cool. Blimey, mate, that was calm yourself down a bit there. Uh, that was, uh, I think, I, I, I think we're ready to go. And and the, I've, got, I've got to bring us under judge because if he's in the opening lineup, because it was a discussion we've had. On Slack today about Judge. I've seen that Lindor. Have you seen the Lindor deal that's been uh, well strongly rumoured with the Mets? And this is from the New York Post Sports. So it's from you know whether you like the paper or not, a reputable source. Lindor has agreed a fourteen-year contract to four hundred and one million dollars. <laughs> Get out of town! <laughs> that is bonkers. That's crazy. I mean, he's got the money. Uh, he's he's super rich, Steve Cohen. So, fourteen uh, years, four hundred and one. What age is he? Twenty-eight or something? It's a basket case. I mean, what did Tatis uh, get? Three forty for fourteen years. Yeah. Wow. Is it, that's an eye-watering? <laughs> it's just. Seriously, what age is the guy? Is he 25 or something like that? I, I don't even he'll, know. He'll, he'll, he'll be something like that. We can look that up. He's yeah. older than Tatis anyway. So that's that, what I, I mean, thought. I mean, that's just... That is a crazy amount of time to give anyone. And a, sp- well, a sport like baseball, when it's so easy for a player to fall apart. Well, there was lots of talk because they, they were offering 10 years, 325 minutes was the talk. But this is from the New York Post Sports... Uh, desk um now if that's not true if that doesn't come to me but this i take it from a new york uh paper uh he wanted 385 for 12 i it just seems like but anyway this isn't a mets this isn't a mets podcast i wanted us to take a moment to talk about that there are various players who who's who, who are coming to the end of their their contractual time with us and we have to decide what are they worth and, and there's no better starting point to have than Aaron Judge because 
I felt a, a collective groan when you go and there's something wrong with Judge. And, and, and originally, the first thing was he's going to be injured. And I, I, I was one of them. I was like, oh, well, you know. Now, if he's just under the weather, that's that's obviously because that happens that happens to the best of us, you know. And he probably can't afford any Barocca or anything to get him through the day. <laughs> but um, where are we? What do, what do you guys think is a, a sensible and realistic contract offer to Aaron Judge? How many years and what sort of money you think? I think, about? I think before we even talk about what's sensible is we need to talk about can he stay healthy? Can he stay on the field this year? Can he be productive? I mean, I'm. I think we had a small discussion today um, on a group chat about it, and I was saying he needs a sort of thirty one hundred season, thirty homers, hundred ribbies, and a decent batting average. But he, to achieve that, he needs to play maybe hundred hundred. It's over 100 games anyway, 120 games you're, you're looking for out of Aaron Judge this season. Can he do that? I, I don't know, rush it once. <laughs> is, is there any evidence to suggest that that's going to happen? I mean, I think that's the... Now, obviously, we, 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 we talked about the new training team last year, and, and that's last year was last year, and it was a strange season. It's hard to really compare any, anything that's happened previous to that. But are we going to get significant at-bats from Judge? But then again, what do you lose as a franchise by not signing him up? You know, but I mean, the for intangibles, me... Intangibles, is this what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, exactly right, the intangibles. Yeah, you know, I mean, a 10, there's no way you could go, with his age now anyway, you could go to a 10-year deal. Oh, but that seems to be that seems to be the way the wind's blowing, that players want guaranteed money over a longer period of time so how many years do you would you offer judge if you were cashman or i think i'm going back to sorry to drag it back to that point but i think everything hinges on this season i mean sometimes i hear folk talking about aaron judge like he's Derek jeter in his prime aaron judge is not that important to the yankees because he's, he's put together that one season where he was phenomenal and he's never been able to stay healthy since so I just don't know. I don't. I think it, ask me this uh, after maybe the All Star break if he's having a good season. I would say right, the guy's maybe five six years on a, a big contract, but there's no way you'd want more than five or six years on a guy with it's, such it's an injury history. It's a bit different to the to the Tatis's and uh, all these kind of ones that are getting the big long thirteen years because he, he'll be thirty. I think he's thirty one when he hits free agency. Yeah. So you're not, he's just not going to get a 10 year contract. No, no one's going to give it a 10 year contract. So you can kiss that kind of money goodbye. But yeah, to say whether can he do it, of course he can do it because he's proven on the one season he was fit and healthy, he could do it. It's the fit and healthy part is the massive question of Aaron Judge. I don't think any of us will say questioning his ability, as in his actual play when he's on the field and what he offers to the team when he's on the field. It's just, can he get on the field enough? And that's the big question with Aaron Judge. Uh, I, I, that's the only question for me. If he can prove he can stay fit and he can stay healthy, I don't see why they wouldn't. It's, he's, he's got everything that they want in a Yankee. He's, he's, he's not a showboater. He's not a off-the-field, cause you a load of hassles, cause you problems. He's what they want in a Yankee. And he's on the field. That's, that's the big question. So he's 29 in three or four weeks time so I'm kind of with Kev that there's no way the Yankees would want to give more than five or six years no doubt Judge himself will push for seven, eight, nine 
but he's got the kind of body as opposed to a Tatis or Lindor. By the way, Lindor's 27, so I'm not certain. I believe 14 years because 41-year-old shortstops are fairly few and far between. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably a bit fanciful, that story. But he's got the kind of body that is likely to break down. He's a big guy. He's a linebacker. He's not, he's not your prototypical right fielder. So I don't see how the Yankees nor conscience will go anywhere near seven. Although no doubt the player will push for that. So five he's, or six, but, yeah. but it's contingent on him being healthy. He's going to push for more years, isn't he? That bit like what DJ did, they take the less annual value, more years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the Yankees, if he plays well this year and he plays a really, I think they'll be happy to give him five. I don't think he's getting anywhere near the seven, eight or nine range, personally. See, for me, I would, I would rather they gave him a lot of money over a shorter contract and given them a longer years and less annual value because it just clogs up the roster. You know, you're getting guys clogging up the roster that are stopping young talent coming through. And it's it's one of the sides of baseball that's kind of always been a bit of a bugbear for me. But, I mean, Judge was unbelievable that 2017 season. It was just exceptional. I mean... He was an MVP candidate. I don't think they come running up or something. Yeah, he should have been. He should have been the MVP. Should have been. He got rookie of the year. Two, didn't he? Um, but since then, yeah, I don't think he's even got thirty homers any season since. He's struggled, again, struggled with down, injuries. Yeah, he struggled with. Again. He struggled injury to stay again. fit. And even when he comes back from the injuries, it takes time to get back in the team. And his strikeout numbers are eye watering. You know, it's it's. Although having said that, the season he, he had the big numbers, he struck out, struck out a lot as well. You can forgive him the strikeouts if he's put, putting up the huge numbers, but yeah, I, I'd, it's a conundrum with, with Judge because we all love him. We know he could be the next captain of the team. We know he could be that guy. He's got the personality, but you can only be that guy if you're on the field and you're leading the team. You know, you can't be that guy if you're constantly injured or yeah not contributing I don't think but, but but as you get older of course things start to hurt more and so it's only going to go if he's if he's because it, I mean was he six eight I mean that's a guy who's in a you know he's carrying an awful lot it's not going to get any easier for him I think one of the things that Cashman's done in the past is use the opt-outs very well actually to give the option for for all parties to, to leave because you know I, I don't know about you the idea maybe it's because I'm a self-employed man the idea of signing a 14-year contract in any job to be honest with you would scare the bejesus out of me it's the, 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 it's the last thing I'd want um, but I'm, I'm, I'm just left thinking now because do you remember that, do you remember when there was there was all the Bryce Harper and where's Machado going to sign and it was one theme that everybody talked about the whole season in baseball and I think Actually, this what the Yankees going to do. We've got the CBA, of course, that's going to be the main thing that people talk about. But I think what the Yankees going to do with Judge. So, if you were to give us a prediction, then putting you on the spot, Aaron Judge, here we go, you're welcome. Um, how many games is he going to play? How many home runs? And I think I'll leave it at that for now. This season, yes. I, th- I think it's asking a bit much to do any more than this season. I mean, you can try and give it for the next seven seasons if you want, but I don't, we'll, just, we'll just go with this one. Okay, I'll make a start. Um, and you can go over and do this if you want. I will say 
100 games, 21 home runs. I'm going to be more positive than that. I'm going to say... <laughs> it would be hard not to, let's be honest. <laughs> I'm going to go 115 games, 29 home runs, 75 ribbies, 286 batting average. I'm not, I'm not going anymore. I was th- trying to think of some other stats here. My mind went blank. How many stolen bases? Uh, yeah, <laughs> zero stolen bases. No, uh, um, he'll steal a few bases, actually. He'll steal three bases. He'll have a war of 4.2. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give up now. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to be again a bit more positive than Kevin. I'm going to say um, 120 plus games. And I think if he plays that kind of games, 100 to 120 games, I think he's hitting for five plus home runs. The sheer size of the guy. He's capable. Um, um, and I'm going to say 100 plus ribbies as well. I think he's if he stays fit, he he produces. I think he's that's not a too stretch. I think if he stays fit, he generally produces. So yeah, I'm gonna hundred and twenty plus games, uh thirty-five plus home runs and hundred plus release. Very well, nice, very nice. Uh I, I will go I was gonna say around about 110, 115 games. I think I think to expect more that I think that I kind of err on the side with Mark on that. I just think yeah, even even that's quite even that's quite ambitious. And I was going to have him down. Actually, I think he's going to. If you if you look at some of the pitching in the AL East, I think he's actually going to mash a fair bit this year, uh, even against Robbie Ray. Strangely enough, so yeah. I I I I've I've got him down. At, I would go thirty three home runs. I think that's what I'm I'm going to go for. I, I think I think it's an important year for him. I think if yep. he, I, I think if he doesn't do it this year, and I think that in itself will be a motivating factor. The issue is: is he going to make it out? Wait, there? When is he and a free actually, agent? Sorry, a couple when? of years. Couple of years. Is it two, two years? years or so? Yeah, two years. Two years. I think I think I read read thirty one is his free agent year. So if he's twenty nine this year, did you say twenty nine yeah. this year or Mark said this Mark year? Mark said yeah, he's twenty nine. He's got this season and then next season. And then the season after that, it will be his free agent year, essentially. Well, the Yankees have got is that they've, they've invested so much in him. You know, he's the face of the franchise now, the judges' chambers. Mm. Um, and they've invested so much in the merchandising and the marketing around him that actually now for them to contemplate, as we maybe are discussing, that in two years' time, they'll say, thanks very much, but we're not going to offer you a long-term contract. Somehow it seems unpalatable. So the kind of the Yankees are almost praying that this works out. Something the Yankees has a big sorry. Sorry, sorry. Something the Yankees have done recently that they haven't done in the past is be sort of essentially offer them a contract before they hit free agency. They've done it with. That's what I was going to say. They got him on a fairly cheap deal, and they got they done it with Severino. That hasn't really worked out yet because of the Tommy John and this and the other. But they may go to him halfway through the season. They, they, they may even have a deadline already. Say right, this date we're going to offer him this, and he may take it. They may say we'll give yeah. you fifteen million a year for the next six years. He has an absolute stormer, and then they get him for for a cheap price and what they would have. They let him go to the free agency. So started doing that in the recent years. They haven't done it previously because they, they had George would just buy people for whatever he wanted to buy them for. And now they're yeah. being a little bit more conscious with this kind of stuff. They may say to him, we'll, we'll, we'll 
give you a contract before your free agent year and and back him essentially. I think a lot of it depends though on a player like Torres. And the thing is that you always say, What have you done for me lately? And I think, yes, you've got the brand to judge and you've got the t shirts and the chambers. But actually, all it takes is if you have another player, if you look at the coverage that DJ got in terms of that, if, if a talent really comes through, if Torres comes through and starts, I think that helps the Yankees with their decision making because as fans, you know, the distraction is then, well, you concentrate your energy on where the big, where the big talent, I think Torres is in for a cracking year this year. I've got, I've got, I still worry about him as a, as a shortstop, but I think in terms of, in, in terms of his batting numbers, I think he's in. So I, I think, you know, we're talking hypotheticals here, obviously. But I, I do think it's it's something we're going to have to come back to. He's a player that we're going to be discussed. I think yeah. the Yankees are going to choose to rest him even more. I don't, I don't even think it's necessarily going to come to a case of him being injured as well. I think the team are going to have to be a bit smarter in how they use him. And I think that's, that's going to drive the yeah. numbers down for me. Before we move on, sorry, I was actually going to make a similar point to Jack. I, I think if he has a storming start to the season... I could see towards after the All-Star break, Yankees coming out with maybe a seven-year deal then, six or seven-year deal, maybe 15, 20 million, whatever it is a year. A judge taking it and them getting them signed up and it takes all that sort of debate away and takes that sideshow away. I could, I could see that happening, but it's you all see, dependent on know, him Kev. being healthy. Yeah, Kev, you never know. He may think, right, okay, I'm not, I haven't been healthy. They may, He may actually take a lesser value because he's seeing the money on the table. Yeah. You don't know. You, you offer oh, yeah. players money on the table and they go, they see the money, they think, actually, yeah, I'm going to take that. And I think it works this, I think out the sport's the... changing a lot as well. I think there's been a lot of changes where guys are not going to free agency as much now and they are tending to extend their deals with their teams. And I think he might look at that and go, you know, the market's been tough the last few years for free agents. I think the Indians done that well with um, Ramirez. I think they've got him on a really team-friendly deal again they gave him the money before he had the, not saying judges had had the good season but they gave him the cheap deal and he took it and now they've got him on a team friendly deal for very little money essentially how important is the captaincy thing do you think they announce him and the captain i mean because yeah uh, the captaincy uh, that seems I, to be the big i hook. think if they extend him i think if they extend them for anything mid-season or the end of next season I think he'll be announced as captain I think it's a natural move to make with him I think he is the face of the franchise I think the team would like to have a captain now and I think he is a natural guy to do it yeah yeah it makes sense it's, he's as I said earlier on he's everything that the Yankees want in a Yankee he's a sort of role model he's not going to go out and get drunk and cause fights. And you know I mean, in New York, he's very stable in that sense. So, yeah, I think it's a natural progression from India to. I think his fate is in some ways inextricably linked on with Giancarlo Stanton because Stanton's cut from a sort of similar mold, sort of big guy, injury prone. You've almost you've almost got two guys vying to be the DH or with or with bodies designed to be a DH. And we can only have one DH. Um, now, okay, now, now Judge is actually a really really good fielder, as it happens for his size, it, it's fantastic. Um, but you've got two guys with bodies likely to want to be a DH, 
and they're going to be one. And Stanton's got the big contract as well. So, and we're not going to be able to palm that off on another team if we wanted to. So can the Yankees actually afford to pay both Stanton and Judge, given that they're going to be two very similar types and on potentially two very large contracts? The CBA will be a key on that point. So they get rid of this luxury tax, 210 figure. Essentially, then the Yankees have no reason to not both. This is like them almost they can say oh we don't want to go over it so we're not going to pay this person we don't want to go over it, we're not going to pay that person that gets taken away then there's no reason for them not to yeah I, I, I agree with that I think that's spot on I think a lot's riding on the CBA do you think we'll see Stanton in the field this year they've said no haven't they but have they I, I think they said that. I think Cashman said in the winter he's going to be pretty much DH but then Boone's come out and said during spring training, oh, we have to wait and see how it plays and I think, this, I think that, and the other. I think I, he, he was a very he good... He said himself that he's up for it, hasn't he? He was a very good... Well, not very good, but he was a very, more than adequate right field oh, for was, the Marlins, yeah. wasn't he? So, if you split them, Judge and Stanton in the outfield, you use one for a DH and switch them around and... You, you've also know. got... You've got Brett and you've got Tockman in there who are, who are great... Uh, in those positions as well. So we've got a nice... I, I, I suspect to get a few games. A lot of it, once again, will depend on what sort of injuries we have. I think it will be very yeah. much last result. But, but Do you not think he's declined it, a little bit, though, since he's not played the field? His he's overall game has not been as good as when he was actually spending some time on the field. It does take... They have said that the age is... It's, they say it's an easy position, but it does take a lot of mental sort of concentration to do it because... You're not in the field. Yeah. There is a lot of time sitting you're there, engaged in the game, just waiting. And yeah. you're either sitting there waiting, or you're down in the batting cage trying to stay loose. And there has been talk that him sitting around on the bench, not doing a lot, it's not helping. It's not helping his body yeah. be loose enough to play. So the problem is then he can't play right field because that's where judges play left field, and left field Yankee is totally different to right field anywhere else. So. Yeah, but surely if they platooned him and judge, but no, not platooned them, but played, you know, give one a couple of day a day off, the other one a day off or something like that, it takes some stress off a judge judge's body. Mm. Or maybe it's opposite. I'm sure they've got a plan. I'm yeah. sure they've got a plan of some sort. If they feel he can do it and do it to a to a good enough stand and it helps his sort of long term fitness, I'm sure they'll they'll do it. Yeah. It was just a thought. I mean a judge yeah. is definitely a much better fielder than Stanton for sure. Um, he's, he's throwing arm. I just think it's just super cannon, isn't it? It's an absolute cannon. Amazing. But even the way he reaches out and you know he he, he he's yeah he has he has a good a good fielder. His judges uh, ad, Stanton's adequate, I would say, whereas Judge is actually a good a good right fielder. I don't I don't think Stanton will cost you a game, but Judge will win no. you a game. Yeah. It's nice. That is nice. That is. I like that. That's a that's a rotor wear t-shirt there. That's that's that's, that's why I got the um the package sent to me by MLB awesome. Europe. <laughs> that kind of stuff. You, I mean, that's that's where yeah, the money is. They clearly love a gift. They clearly love analysis. It's that insightful analysis that we miss here, Kev. So we've just got to open yes. up a little bit. <laughs> Our gift game is not strong enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm influenced. I don't know about you, but then again, I'm an influencer, so I don't need it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's 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 move on then, if we uh, if we can, to the opening. So we record this weekend. I'm sure many of you who are listening 
uh, wake up of a morning desperate for the next episode to drop. So oh, you probably know. Else, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I very nearly did. Um, uh, but but so we, uh, last year and, and the year before, we, we go through and we, we predict, we make our guesses on what's going to happen for the following week. So uh, we're going to have two series, I think, between, that's the plan between this episode and recording the next one. And those two series are against the Toronto Blue Jays who I've yep. just found out my daughter's German teacher is a fan of because we've just had parents evening. They're everywhere, aren't they? They are absolutely everywhere. They come out of the woodwork. Uh, they do, I tell you. Oh, absolutely everywhere. It's like the resistance. It's amazing. Uh, and then uh, we, we have uh, Baltimore. Uh, both series being played at Yankee Stadium. And Yankee Stadium will allow 10,000 fans back, which thank is... God. I mean, thank God for that. Nine thousand more than Tampa Bay are going to have, uh, so that's that's <laughs> gonna, that's going to be good. Um, but there will be, and I think I think sport without fans, it's just unless you're a West Ham fan like me, in which case I think it really is a, a good thing sometimes. But uh, let's go through some predictions for what we think is going to happen over these over so over these two series. So let's have a win loss uh, uh, for you guys. So who wants to kick me off? They're both three game series, yes. Yep. So yep. it's um opening day, and then there's a day off, and then it's another two against the Blue Jays. All of them day games, by the way, which is good mm-hmm. for us. Oh, fantastic, yeah. I did notice that we're the first game up on opening day, aren't we? I think so, yeah. Which means that Garrett Cole is going to throw the first pitch of the, of the season. Who wants to go first? Can we go first? Yeah, you go. Are we just giving? Are we just giving a a sort of overall record? Are we giving sort of individual games overall record over the six games? Over six games. Um, I'm going to go five and one. Oh, he's confident. Who's the one? I'm going to. We're going to go two, 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 one against the Blue Jays. We'll win the first one, win the second, lose the third, and I think we've got we've got to uh, the Orioles. We've got to win. How many games have we got to win? Ninety-five percent. So yeah, I'm going to go five and one. Four and two for me. I think we'll win both series, but I think we'll drop a game in each. No, I was going to say exactly the same thing. Not going to like a copycat, aren't I? <laughs> That's why you always go first, Mark. That's why you always go first. <laughs> no, I was going to say exactly that. Two, two both series, two one. Rob. Oh, um. I, I'm I'm more positive. I'm like Jack. So what the hell? I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for the big Sweet six tweet. and a oh. He's getting his brooms out already. I'm going for it. I just... Um, I, the I, I thing is, it's the hope that kills you, man. Six and oh, no, it sounds like the Miami Marlins podcast all over again. Oh, <laughs> to those boys, no, it's like Jack. It's I, like Jack. The Yankees will win. We'll win MVP. We'll win Cy Young. And we'll win them in uh, both Chris, leagues. Chris we'll is, win Chris both is divisions. Come after you, Rob. Chris is not going to have that. He's going to be angry at you again. Oh, I know. I know. We're we're going to get a high pitched, you know, little squeaking on Twitter at us that we've got it all wrong. <laughs> but I think, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I think when you look at some of them that are coming up, I. Uh, yeah, and I, I appreciate yes the hope that might come, but I I got to, I just got to sneak in. I, I think not? the yeah, Blue Jays are a fan are a fantastic team. I really really do. But not that fantastic. I think Yankee State. I think Yankee State. 
No, because then we go there. The, the injuries. Then we've got the Rays and them in the next series. We've got injuries go. for the Blue Jays could could um, yeah, really hurt them. So they've point. had a lot of injuries. So they've had some big problems. If you can't go six and zero at the start of the season, when can you? Eh? <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> so just to do game season. So any time during that stretch, you could. <laughs> yeah. Fucking accountants, Jesus Christ! Oh, yeah. it's all right. Every yeah. little, every little. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay, I admire so, your your optimism. I do, and I hope you're right, and I hope I'm wrong. But I think you're getting carried away with how good we are. I don't think if I think if you're not sweeping the O's certainly in the in the first series, then something then uh, mm. I think that people are going to get up your ass about that. Actually, and I think the O's are a bad team, and I think you should you should expect to sweep the O's at Yankee Stadium. The fact, yeah, you the fact you're happy with losing one against the Orioles, yeah, that's a real... You cannot, you real, cannot expect to with that. anyone in baseball. We all know in baseball that we're going to, we're going, what are we going to lose this season? 60 games, 70 games, 65 yes. games, something like that. So we're going to lose games to bad teams. To think that we're, ever, we're going to boss all the bad teams. In fact, let's be honest, the Yankees have got a habit of dropping games to shit teams and beating the teams we shouldn't beat oh, so how many how many times we play it so in the month of april we are playing the oreo sorry just uh we, we seven, are playing. then we've got another it's seven so we got yeah so there's either you know i just think we're gonna i well, i mean seven and all i just think six uh no i i, I, I think I'll let, I'll, I'll let them have one for the who's going to be up there. your arse after that gonna, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm I'm always I'm always prepared to be wrong. Uh, and Chris, you know, obviously, I'm sure if we are, you might mention it in passing. Uh, but, but it's yeah. actually, I've, just, I've got the schedule on my, I've got the schedule on my. I know we're not going that far ahead, but it's quite, quite weird. We're playing the Braves twice in April. Mm-hmm. A two-game series. That's it's a bit odd. Anyway, we're playing the East again, aren't we? That's our main uh, um, main division that we're playing against. Right. Okay. So that's and that's why. Is that going to be for the whole season? The way the yeah. schedules worked out, that we're going to tend yeah, to face the East, the in the leagues, the East versus the East. Jesus, and, that's yeah. um, that's not good for us because that's a very strong division, and it's not so good for the AL West teams either. They're going to be up against the NL West, which is a very strong division this year. Meanwhile, the Centrals get to beat up on each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. the Centrals are pretty. <laughs> Yeah, I hadn't actually. I didn't actually realise that was the case. Mm-hmm. It, 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 and that's why I think you've got to, you've got to beat up on the teams like the O's. I think that's why you've got to do it because I think it's going to be. I think you've got to go in there and expect to do it. Okay, so I've got some questions for you, chaps. I, I didn't warn you I was going to do this. Uh, so just a few questions for you, just as we lead up to the season. Number one, what is the thing that you're looking forward to the most? I can't wait till they allow enough fans in the stadium that they don't have to play that horrible fake fan noise. That's <laughs> that's it. probably something I'm really looking forward to. I think ten thousand is below the threshold. I think is it is the threshold twenty thousand? I'm sure I read something. No that, idea. I'm sure I read something that there's a MLB with some kind of threshold. It might be fifteen thousand fans. Anything below that, they're going to pipe in the fake fan noise to try and allow the players to shout to each other and stuff and not be heard. Anything over, I think, I'm sure it was 20,000. But anyway, I'm looking forward to that when it's real fan noise. Mark? I 
I've always been a sort of big fan, as we, we discussed this before, Corey Kluber. So I'm looking forward to a Sunday evening start when it's going to a Yankee Stadium, six o'clock. You can sit down and watch it with a beer, and Corey Kluber's starting on the mound. I love that. I think that's. A, I think that's. A, I think that's a brilliant mm-hmm. shout. Yeah. And I'm hoping show. it's the 2012, 2013 version of Corey Kluber, not the 2019, 2020 version. But there you go. Um, I'm looking forward to playing different teams other than just the Indians. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a good show. like go going to playing the Indians, playing the White Sox, playing yeah. the Astros, playing if any other. And I'm also a bit like Kevin, looking forward to never seeing that um, fake crowd that NLB oh, uh, the Fox put in. That was the worst. Awful. It was like, absolutely awful. So getting it's fans like, back in and playing different teams is going to be a lot of fun. It's like a home run and the ball disappears into the fake crowd and then they show you the next replay without it. Oh, terrible. I agree. I, I think they're, they're, they're great. Uh, I think that they're, they're all brilliant answers, actually, I have to say. Uh, I mean, for me, the thing I look forward to, I'm looking forward to the Subway Series the most this year. Mm-hmm. I think Oof, that's yeah. going, I think it's going to have an extra is edge, isn't it? Oh, I think that's going to be somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and that's at the start of July, if I remember rightly. So I'll be taking some days off because they're ones that I don't want to watch the highlights in those. I think it's that, and depending on how many fans, because the American vaccination program is going so well. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think I, I suspect, I was thinking there might be more fans allowed in after the All-Star game. I suspect New York might try and do something for that series. And I yeah. think that's going to be really lively for that. I think. Okay. So, how many all stars do you think the Yanks are going to have? Oh, and who? Oh, and oh. who? Oh. Okay, right, I'm going to go first. <laughs> okay. So, nobody copies me. <laughs> Get it, Cole. Corey Kluber. There you go, Mark. DJ Lemayhu. I'm done. Yeah, I think so. I'm not really seeing who else is going to stand out at their position. And paper out here, I mean, write us down. <laughs> Sorry, I should have warned you, shouldn't I? Mark, you go next then, mate. Okay, I will go with, to be highly original, I'm copying Kev again. I'll go with Gary Cole. I will go with Gleyber Torres. A shortstop, you think so? Well, well no, just, just, just in general. I, I just think Torres is going to be have a bit of a, bit of a bounce back year. So I think he'll be in there for his bat, whether he's in there for his glove or not. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He, he's not my pay bit at second yet. So I, I still think Torres will be in there. And I think a reliever... Um, I've got a sneaky feeling that, that Loisga might just get in there as a reliever. Sneaky reliever. Nice. Yes. Nice. Right, Jack. so I'm going one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> Why not just go for everyone? Right, so I'm going, going Cole, obvious one. I think Torres, obvious one. You think Torres at shortstop's an obvious all-star? Guys, I'm not seeing that at all. Um, DJ. Um, Judge, we're to believe he's going to have a consistent injury-less season. And 
I'm gonna go for <laughs> that guy out there, number twenty-four, Gary Sanchez. I think. Um, why not? Why not? I'll be, I'll be yeah, why, not why not? Apart from the fact that he's not going to do it but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, judges are possible without a doubt. If judge stays healthy and yeah, if we're saying he's so popular, he's, so, he's so popular that he's you've, that's that's something you've got to go for the, the votes for the fans as well. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna go for uh, I think Gary Cole's a given. I agree, Aaron Judge. Actually, Aaron Judge was one of those. I think all the things we were talking about earlier in the in the year he needs to have. I think Lemayhu is going to get a shout. So I was going to go three. If I had to uh, add, well, I think the I think Tyon's story is going to really matter to me. You know, I'd be interested to see how he does. And I, can, I I just got a sneaky feeling he's in for a really big year, Tyon, actually. I, I, you know, there's just something about the guy that... Um, You're getting carried away, I think. Yeah, I, no, I am. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. But but rather than this be the suicidal Yankees... Yeah, no, I, don't want, I do not want to piss too much chips. I really don't, but I think... I think it's um it's the excitement yeah. of this yeah. the game yeah. the season starts tomorrow and we're all excited. I'll, I'll, but I just I'll, I'll, um, I'll take, we're going to be doing this in the week's time, and my six and O is going to be like yeah. two and four, and I'm just. Gonna... <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't doubt doubt Labour Torres bat at all. I just doubt that he's going to be the number one shortstop. I could be wrong. Uh, well, actually, believe it or not, the third question I had was how many home runs do you think Labour's going to get? Against the Oreos this year, because <laughs> <laughs> the back to backside the, the backstory to this is that one year when was it 2019 when he hits like 13? Yeah, something stupid who, like who that. Is, who was there? The guy that does their commentary, he was brilliant. Gary, 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 is it Gary Thorne? Gary Thorne, yeah, brilliant. Yep. That was superb. <laughs> yeah, he was, bro- he was, bro- a, he was amazing. Yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, so I, I just mentioned that as a joking part because I think that's going to be something that's really, that's really fun to see because the expectations and I think they're going to be more determined than ever before not to let that happen. So um, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, as as we're as we're gradually coming to the end of things, uh, we've had the news that uh, Ken Singleton's retiring again at the end of this. Yeah, yeah, uh, retiring, retiring again. <laughs> I mean, the guy's seventy-three, so I think that's a fair age to to keep on doing. Um, how much will he be missed? And and because uh, I don't know. To me, he's he's just got one of those voices that's just like a comfort blanket. When I'm listening to to baseball, actually, I think I'm going to miss him. Where, where are you guys? Where 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 does Singleton sit in your? I'm not going to ask you to produce a top 10 list of favourite <laughs> co-coms, but where's Singleton at for you? Yeah, I, I think it will be a huge loss. I think ever since I sort of started watching the Yankees and stuff like that, he was always part of it. He's good to listen to. I actually listened to his R2C2 podcast, which was absolutely brilliant. I said, hey, he may have actually done two of them, but he was... Yeah, I think he will be missed, I think. From what I've read, he tried to retire a few years ago and they dragged him back in somehow. They, they managed to get him back in, but I think he's he said this is his farewell season. I mean, you kind of just get used to these guys' voices when you're you're watching the game and they, they become a part of it for you. So, yeah, he will be missed, without a doubt. What the Yankees have done, they've introduced other co-commentators over yeah. time, haven't they? 
to to come to come alongside. But you're right; you get to know those voices and um, just trust what, what's coming out. I mean, I think probably the, in terms of sort of other commentators who I've enjoyed listening to, um, John Miller. If you remember from the old Channel Four days, so John Miller used to do those those uh, broadcasts with um, Morgan, Joe Morgan, didn't he? So yeah. I was like, John, John Miller's voice was sort of like, yeah. like silk as well. Um, so him and, oh, come on, the, the LA Dodgers guy. Come on. Vince Scully. Vince Scully. Obvious reasons, yeah. So <laughs> so that was what that, that's, but yeah, you, you get to know these commentators and sort of trust their voices after a while. And yeah, he'll be, he'll be missed. Can I just point out we've got a new member of the the TSB UK team appeared, Jack's little baby. Now we might yeah. get some sense coming from Jack. Absolutely. <laughs> Can he say Gary Sanchez yet? No, he can't. He can't. <laughs> he's just woken up, so he's having a little bit of milk. But yes, this is Thomas' debut. This is Thomas, everyone. Yep. Welcome new to Yankees the podcast, fan. Thomas. <laughs> he's, trying, he's trying to turn around. Like <laughs> brilliant. Is he everyone? I miss that stage so much. I remember when I first when I first had the one, you thought that was the hardest stage in the world, and then you realise it was the best stage. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what were we talking about there? Oh yeah, Ken Singleton. Yeah. Jack, where are you on Ken? Are you going to miss Ken when he, when um, he goes? Yeah, I, I, he's he's a nice alternative from Michael Kay and Ryan Ruko, but Ryan Ruko is sort of stepping up to do more play by play now, isn't he? So I think it's natural succession to for Michael Kay when he's not there. Um, yeah, he's going to be missed. His um, lookout is a very sort of a standout thing that he does when he's when there's a pitch close hitting a bit in the batter. But yeah, he's he's a nice alternative. I do like him. He will be missed. But yeah, he's um, yeah, he will be missed if, if he does hang up. And so I think that brings us neatly to. I think it's been. I really enjoyed this tonight, guys. I really enjoyed, it. and I hope those of you listening have enjoyed it too. And my rose-tinted glasses may well fall <laughs> off and and splinter my eyeballs uh, by the by the end of the weekend. Um, but where can we? Let's just go around. Uh, so where can we find uh, you guys? Just so everyone knows. Uh, so Jack, we'll start with you if you don't mind, mate. Um, at My Yankees UK, so you can find my ramblings. And Kev. Yeah, so at Celtic Yankees, and mostly on the. Yankees UK fans uh, Facebook page which is going uh, really well again and, yeah uh, and welcome to all the new members if you're listening I know there's some of you guys do listen to the podcast and we do post it up there so yep uh, and Mark. for myself um, just at Mark Blakemore and another plug for tomorrow opening day wear your jersey yeah jersey's, jersey's on. on I think that's the thing guys that, that we are um a great community and we should you know i don't we're looking forward to wearing our jerseys with pride even if they've been made in a in a chinese sweatshop by a 12 year old uh, we should wear our we should wear our baseball jerseys with pride because uh, it's i cannot wait for tomorrow and uh, you can find me at rob ratty any points anything you want us to discuss if you want to participate we'd love to hear from you uh, but without i think that the only thing that's left to say tonight is a uh, Let's play ball. Let's go Yankees. Good night, everyone.